You've reached Geekly Radio. Good luck. Geekly Radio. We are here at Phoenix Comic Con 2017, and it's been the great two days. Uh, three days if you're Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I only stuck around for about an hour, hour and a half on Thursday, but so I count Friday as my actual first full day. So today's my second full day. Uh, we have Jason here, who does a lot of our promoting and marketing. Oh, hello. And we have Franny here, who's part of Imagine If and uh, all the other parts of the comic book side of Geekly Radio. Hey, how's it going, fans? Daniel Televise Heroics. Yep. And Mitch, the guy you have to listen to all the time. Since Gets you're in everything. No, that, I mean, I don't want to be, but... You have a beautiful voice. <laughs> but Phoenix Comic Con, what, I mean, what's the highlight so far, guys? Don't everybody talk at once. Sorry. You <laughs> um, I mean, yesterday um, I was walking back to my room, um, and from the exhibitor hall, I ran into Gabriel Luna. That was awesome. And I took a picture with him, too. And you've probably seen it on our Facebook page by this time. If you uh, are listening to this podcast, you more than likely follow, follow us on, on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I enjoyed the Gabriel Luna panel today. That was pretty awesome. Where where Daniel actually got to go, we, I didn't get to, but went up and asked a question. But then our live feed kind of cut out. But it's okay. <laughs> I failed the city. <laughs> it's happened twice this weekend. When did the okay. when did the other time did it happen? When um, I asked Danny Trejo the same question. The same question. Well. I messed up getting the first part of this question. I got Danny Trio's response. Oh. Just not him actually asking the questions. Yeah. Well, okay. So, let's recap. What's the question? So, um, both are, you know, Latino actors. So, I asked, uh, coming from the Latino community, you know, what are the obstacles you've had to overcome? And, you know, what advice would you give to someone, you know, trying to make it big in, you know, the Hollywood scene? As a Latino. As a Latino? Yeah. And what did Danny Trejo say? Danny Trejo just said, you know, he's like, I'm just happy to work. I'll take any part. Basically, he was a humble guy, but his panel was like, if the money's right, I'll do it. So that's <laughs> all he was about. <laughs> and uh, What did Gabriel Luna say? Um, he had a lot more dignity. He's like, you know, there's a couple of roles I've turned down before. He's like, you know, there's been Latin lovers that I've turned down. You know, narco traficante. He's like, I've turned those roles down too. He's like, you know, you just got to be true to yourself and you know what you believe in. He's all, don't sell yourself short. Don't just take any role. He's like, you know, make sure that it's personal to you and that you feel like you'll do a good job at it. Also, if you're given an opportunity, deliver excellence. Yes, and he also says show respect. That's, I mean, it's obviously some great advice uh, for from both of them. Um, but Daniel wasn't the only one that got to ask uh, some famous people some questions. Franey and myself also did an interview with one Dan Jurgens today. Hell yeah, that was just, that was awesome. I mean, like, the death of Superman is why I'm into collecting comic books. I mean, that was the first time where it's like, wait... You don't just buy one book. You, like, read a story. These things are ongoing. And, I mean, Dan Jurgens, like, you, you, a lot of people, like, if you were to point out Superman or if you were to do a Google search and hit Google Images, he's probably, like, three out of the first five. I mean, his Superman is everywhere. And it's just so awesome to be able to talk with a guy. Like, I, I don't know about you, man, but that moment was badass. I had a great time uh, doing that interview as well. 
uh, I didn't get to speak up too much, but I mean, didn't get to, I didn't speak up that much. I, I was more paying attention to the audio and the recording, uh, but I think you did a great job, Chris. Oh, thank uh, you. So for representing both of us or the whole network in general, uh, uh, with all that, uh, I think my favorite part today was the Michael Rosenbaum uh, panel that I got to go to. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Like, you know, a lot of the Q&A panels that you get with these celebrities, I mean, they sit up there, and which I appreciate anyways. They sit up there and they answer the questions of the fans. But Rosebaum did not want to sit at his table. <laughs> he literally got up and just walked through the, the, the audience and, you know... Stood on chairs. Stood on chairs, <laughs> grabbed a hold of people, hugged them. Like, he... he so, one question that he asked was... Uh, <laughs> Or someone that asked him was like, um, "What did you learn from John Glover on the on the set of Smallville?" Because John Glover played his dad, Lionel Luther, as he played Lex Luther, and he said, "Well, one thing I really learned from John Glover, and this is a great thing, is that uh, when you act with someone else in the scene, touch them, like literally, physically touch them. It, it helps make the connection. But since you know the CW kind of gets a lot of younger actors and stuff." It, when he would st- when uh, Michael Rosemont would start doing that to other people, they would freak out because they didn't know what the hell was going on. And he's like, "Well, blame it on John. He's the one who taught me." And the best part was the guy who asked that question. Like he's like, "I have dad issues. Like my dad was an asshole, just like Lionel was to you. So that's why I connected to you." And like, how awesome is it? This guy's got dad issues, and he like caresses the guy, and he's like, "You were a good son. You're a good son to me." I mean, like. The guy, like, it was just, that guy, That that's the moment of his con. Like, if oh, we could yeah. find that guy, like, that's going to be the moment of his year. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot, you know, I totally jumped over it, but I, I was going to say that uh, Dan Jurgens' interview will be out on the network uh, next week. So, we will have that for everybody to listen to. Uh, all right, some other highlights of your con, Jason. Um, well, I caught the last half of the... Uh, Conman panel from Alan Tudyk. Um, <laughs> I thought it was great that, and I was kind of a little like envious of everyone that got to ask a question because he gave them all something that was autographed. What? Like, yeah, he would like just sign anything that was up on the table. He had a few posters, and then one uh, girl asked a question, so he had a paper plate and he just drew a dinosaur on it and gave it to her i was like that's pretty that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> that makes so. sense why michael rosenbaum was like everybody's going to fucking alan tudyk's panel because <laughs> he, he had this running joke in his because he's like yeah where's the where's the little lex luther boy where's the lex the little lex luther kid where's he at where's he at probably at the alan tudyk panel and it was just funny because he kept making a joke but now it's like you know maybe they have this little you know obviously they got a little rivalry with each other but that's funny because it's like yeah you don't give out dinosaur plates come on buddy <laughs> So it's interesting that you would say that because, um, uh, you know, Alan Tudyk is really good friends with Nathan Fillion. And if you remember a few years ago when Nathan Fillion was here at Phoenix Comic Con, every person that asked a question, he gave things out. And he he kept acting like he was giving his watch away. Like he just, he would get, he would take the watch off his wrist and then, and then throw it to the person asking the question. And then he would put another watch on. And then when the person asked a question, he would take that one off and throw it to them and then put another watch on. Whoa. So it was, uh, it, I, I imagine they, the two of them kind of do certain things like that all the time. Yeah, what'd you do when you were in Arizona? Game of watches. <laughs> what'd you do this time? Dinosaur plate? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, 
a big part of your con doesn't matter uh, where, which con, whatever is is cosplaying. What were what's the cosplaying that you did this this year, and what's some of the great ones that you saw this year? Um, so I did Beast Boy yesterday, and today I'm doing Glenn with an eyeball popped out. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, some of the you know I that apocalypse that. I took a picture of yesterday and posted it onto our social media. Um, that one's like left a big impact on me, man. That's uh, probably one of the best ones I've seen at this con so far. That that, that apocalypse, and we did post the. Did we post that picture yet? Yeah, we posted that picture, and uh, yeah, if you get to see it in person, it was it was pretty amazing. It's it's really great. Chris, on the floor, the exhibitor floor, where you know you can. Buy merchandise and stuff like that. What have you seen that's cool? What is, what's something that's con exclusive that you just like? If I could, I would buy that. Well, I guess depending on it, how it all works out. Let me find the guy's card real quick. So kind of a little bit of plugging on this one. So when we were walking around the floor, and um, this year was really neat. Like I guess that when they're doing their prints, they're doing metal prints. So there were two that I, I saw that I liked. Um, Mike Millar, he's the artist of Injustice, and um, so he had some of his prints out there, and he had one, it was on a, the metal plating and all that stuff, and it was DC versus Marvel characters, and that's that's why we do Imagine If. Dude, you dude know? That, that, um, that drawing that he has on that plate, that's like the modern day Marvel versus DC, like, if they were to do it again, which I'm saying they should, since the 30th anniversary is coming up... Marvel and DC need to get their shit together yeah. and just play in the same sandbox again. But that's what it should be. Anyways, go. Yeah. No, but exactly. Like, that's that's what I'm craving for. I mean, yes, we're getting some cool stuff. Batman and Turtles, Green Lantern and Star Trek, uh, Marvel and Marvel, you know, things like that. But, I mean, like, that was really cool. So I'm loving these, these metal plates that they're doing. And as we kept walking around, we uh, ran into an artist, Tony Amato. Um so I, I I bought you that Bane card, you know, like it's I think it's great looking. Well, I think we should take a picture, post that. Definitely, um, we'll definitely do that. You know, but the guy's art I liked because a lot of times, like when I see people, because I, I've got these two covers, Convergence number one, which was like kind of bringing back the idea of the multiverse, but not only just the multiverse, but like Gold and Silver and Modern Age comics, and then there's Secret Wars, which is basically Marvel's version of Crisis in a sense, dealing with the same thing. And I'm just like I love these stories. I love when they do the same story, and this time they did the same story at the same time. And a lot of fans weren't happy. I was. I was like, this is fantastic. So I've got two sketch covers, and I've been just asking around, trying to find good artists. And honestly, like pricing, that's the hard part, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, I know they've got their idea of how much it's worth, and I've got my idea of how much it's worth. And usually that's that's a tough thing. Um, but today when I was talking with Tony, you know, he says, yeah, he could definitely do – you know, White Lantern, Hal Jordan versus Parallax on the Convergence cover, two full bodies. Um, Phoenix Five Cyclops and Secret Wars Phoenix Cyclops. So I'm just stoked. Like if this comes together, I am like, that'll be the holy grail of comics. Is as soon as those come in, like the hardest part, and I've been toying with this, is I don't know if I'm gonna re-ink them and do the colors myself, or maybe I'll just leave them sketched. I don't know, but like that's definitely something I'm gonna get framed. But yeah, I'd say. Seeing those metal prints, man, that's... Uh, tomorrow I'm going to have a hard time walking by that booth again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, one of the... And I just already just touched on it, but uh, uh, Marvel vs. DC in 95? 
95, 96? 96. 96 was... 21. We're 21. Right, right. Yeah, it's 21. Uh, it was a really big story for me. It was a big moment in comic books. And this weekend, I've basically got to ask a question of the three of the major players in that story. Uh, yesterday, I, talk, I got to ask a question in the Ron Mars panel. Today, I got to ask a question in uh, Peter David's panel. And then... Uh, we got to talk to Dan Jurgens, yeah. you know, so three big players in it. And, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Like, uh, Peter David today talked about how, um, the, how him and Ron Mars split the issues that they worked on the four issues and how it was uh, pretty great that, uh, Ron Mars wanted to do issue one and issue three, whereas he wanted to do issue two and issue four. And Ron had the harder job of having to do issue three, which was the fan picked uh, issue. Like yeah, the, the fan outcomes. The fan outcomes, yeah. The, the, you had all the different superheroes that had to fight each other, and they were given out to the fans of who should win these fights. And and we, we learned a, a really big secret that, yes. well, I don't know if it's a secret, but it's a big thing. Well, it's confirmed. It's I mean, confirmed, that's, yes. That's the big thing, because everybody's always had speculation, like, do these pages exist or not? And like I was saying, I mean, I think they, they'd have to just because the turnaround time. You know, and even he mentioned that. He was like, yeah, Ron had to write double duty. He's got the one where Wolverine beats Lobo that did get published, but in a drawer, there's the one where Lobo beat Wolverine, and that never got published. So, I mean, just to learn more about uh, Marvel vs. DC like that is just amazing. So, to me, that, that made my con. Uh, Jason, what is something that you're expecting for tomorrow? Um, you know, I don't really have any expectations for tomorrow. I'm planning on going to the Alan, um, Tudyk, um, panel, and maybe I might get up there and ask a question because I want something autographed. <laughs> you never know. I, you never know. I have a great question for you if you want. Oh, ooh. Because I've always said this is a question that I would ask Alan Tudyk if I ever went up, uh, went on to his panel, so I will give it to you. Okay. Do you want to hear it now? Or do you yes, yes. Yeah. Well, might as well. But what, okay. if, what if Alan's listening? He might now. He'll have a preemptive answer. Good. <laughs> if he has a preemptive answer, that'd be best. Uh, so, Alan Tudyk, obviously, uh, I think for most of his fans, would know him as uh, Wash from Firefly. And uh, in that, he, in the Serenity movie, he had a very, a very painful ending for the fans. He, he was ran through with a spike and he dies and all this stuff and it's very emotional for a lot of people uh and then in 52 the movie about jackie robinson the baseball player he plays a, a racist baseball manager he's the, the the coach for a team and he's literally just yelling the n-word at, at jackie robinson the whole time am i saying is it jackie yeah jackie robinson and uh and you know just saying the worst terrible thing terrible things like yelling at the top of his lungs so i'd be i would i'd love to ask him like which was more difficult to 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 do as an actor say all these hurtful hatred vitriol things or perform a death scene of a character that you've been a part of for so long knowing that it's going to affect so many people oh that's a good one okay that's nice. a good one i'll, I'll try it. oh yeah all right if okay. you can remember all that you know, you're, you're going to write it down, or I'm going to put it in my, my phone so I can have it and I can just read it off. Fair enough. That da deserves two dinosaur plates. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what's something that you were looking forward to for tomorrow? Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, 
So tomorrow we have, just trying to think, we have Alan Tudyk. I don't have it on my phone, but I can't exactly remember all the panels for tomorrow. Oh, the Daredevil one. That's what I'm looking forward to. John Berthenol and Eldon Henson, who plays Foggy. That is going to be a pretty awesome uh, panel. Now, obviously, we all know that Charlie Cox was supposed to be a part of that panel as well. Unfortunately, he ended up having to cancel. Uh, uh, um, he got signed on to do a movie and actually started filming this week. Right. So, I mean, can't fault the guy for, you know, working. Yeah. So, uh, but that it, it still think it's going to be a lot of questions. Now, do you think... I mean, I can imagine it's going to be a lot of questions for Eldon Henson about being uh, in Daredevil, but do you think there's going to be some questions about being in Mighty Ducks for him? Oh, oh maybe. Yeah? Yeah. Of course. Do you, have, do you have questions prepared for that panel? Do you uh, like to go up and ask questions? I know, actually, for this one, I actually don't have a question, and if I did, it'd probably be something about Walking Dead. Oh, for uh, John Berthenol? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Chris, do you have any... Big plans for tomorrow, the last day of the con. If it goes the way I think it goes, I think tomorrow we're going to like record the greatest episode of Imagine F. Because <laughs> we're going to take our talent and we're going to take it to the two guys that basically inspired us. I mean, if, we, if this works out, me, you, Ron Mars, and Peter David will be talking about DC versus Marvel now, then, and forever. I mean, this is... I'm, I'm excited. Like, I feel bad because... We're gonna be just fan geeking out. Like we need to come with chairs tomorrow. <laughs> like we're just gonna like put out full chairs and just sit there and be like, all right. So Silver Server beats Kyle, but does he beat him as Ion? And what about if Hal Jordan was there? And what if it was John Stewart or Guy Gardner? You know, like this is gonna be awesome. Like I am, I am totally stoked. I hope we're having so much fun. Dan Jurgens will like get up and come around the corner and be like, hell yeah. <laughs> You know, Norm Rapman, give him a shout-out. He was pretty cool. We had a moment we were talking with him, because I think at first he's probably hesitant, you know, like, oh, podcast, oh boy, you know. But then we just started talking like normal, and he was revealing that he's got this love for, like, Golden Age Shazam, and that was cool to just, like, talk about that. And even kind of throw some stuff at him, like, oh, well, you know, this is what this is what was going on with Shazam, and then when he went to England, and then how he became uh, Miracle Man and all that stuff. And it's kind of like, I don't know, that'd be kind of cool, like, to see later on, like, yeah, I actually finally did read Miracle Man. Good call. And it's like, oh, shit. An industry pro listened to something about me. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I just love the the way that we're talking about the con and everything that, you know, is going on. So uh, I can't wait to see more costumes and more people uh, enjoying themselves. You know, it's it's hot out there in Phoenix. So getting inside when you're wearing a costume or not wearing a costume is great. And uh, I have to respect a lot of the celebrities that come here probably not knowing <laughs> that it's going to be over 100 degrees outside and being like, oh. And plus it's, you know, probably even hotter here because it's all these tall buildings that are capturing the heat and the asphalt is heating up and stuff. So uh, thank you to them for showing up and, and being great and uh, entertaining us with their stories and their answers. Anything last thing that anybody wants to talk about? Shout out to say hi. <laughs> all right, we're all uh, very content with what we we had to say today, and we're uh, looking forward to more of Phoenix Comic Con 2017. Uh, until next time, this is Geek Elite Radio on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out.